Carl, who is this king of glory? He is the Lord, strong and mighty. <laughs> we say, open up ye heavenly gates and let the Lord arise and come to you in your car or through your headphones uh, or in your speakers, wherever you are. Blessings from the Bread and Wine podcast from Carl and I. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, indeed. Shalom. Shalom. Well, I don't want to start off today with uh, bad news per se, but maybe I'll just say more somber. Uh, I, I have a more somber tone today, and not necessarily in a bad way, but uh, I'm mourning the loss of uh, one of my greatest friends on earth. We've been friends since we were in diapers and this past weekend uh, I was at the World Series got a call that he had been in a really terrible motorcycle accident and uh, he ended up not making it and so he's with the Lord now um, but I come yeah in a spirit of of mourning and grieving for that and uh, I don't want to take this opportunity lightly for it's oftentimes the most tragic moments in life where we feel the closest to God or we can run away the furthest from God and there's a temptation to do either one of those uh, I'm choosing to cling to the Lord during this time and hope to share wisdom insight and revelation from this experience that many of you have probably had as well and that probably all of us will have at some point along the way and that's just that's just the fact that you know death is a part of our human experience and it hurts worse when it's someone that you know and love that had a lot life had a lot of life that you foresaw coming you know it, it, the sting is a little less you know of course if you know someone is is about to approach death or if they've been, you know, heading in that direction for a while, you know, maybe it's a grandma or grandpa, uh, but it really, really stings when something catches you off guard like that. Uh, and yeah, I just wanted to speak into that today and what I've been learning from this whole situation. And it was interesting, me and Carl hopped on a prayer call the other day and the Lord was speaking a similar thing to him. Through a, through a different scenario, but we want to communicate uh, what the Lord has been speaking to us about really His coming and His imminence on that. And I think situations like death and other you know scenarios in life that approach us that are shocking, you know, they're just shocking. Th th think about those scenarios in life where everything kind of stands still. All the plans that you had all the things on the weekend, your job, your your lofty expectations of what you you want your life to be, all those things. Think of those moments in your life where all those things just stopped. And and every all the noise was just halted because you experienced something that was life-shaking. And uh, that's something that I've experienced, and I've never really experienced it to this level before. Uh, and it's been 
it's been a process with the Lord and it has inspired in me a newfound hunger to obey the will of God. And, you know, last week we talked about hunger, but the hunger that I, that I now have has shifted because of the perspective shift that I've, that I've had after this, you know, tragic, uh, ending in my friend's life. Um, and it's really motivating for the future. Uh, so basically I I just want to crack open this idea of living full throttle for the Lord, holding nothing back Mm -hmm. and creating your life in such a way where that is the number one priority. The kingdom of God is the number one priority because I was thinking about my friend and I thought, how could I best honor him? And right now, because he followed Jesus, he is in a heavenly place and all he cares about is the kingdom of God. That is all he cares about right now. He doesn't care about, you know, the things that, you know, we think about all the time, the, the things that he thought about when he was here, you know, oh, my, you know, my job, my future, my uh, car, my, you know, all these things we think about that consume our lives. All he cares about is the kingdom of God and obeying and coming under the rule and reign of King Jesus. That's it. And so he's, I, I picture him watching Myself, his family, his friends, you know, in this great cloud of witnesses. I don't know how heaven works, but I imagine this where there's a cloud of witnesses, people that we know and love that are watching us saying, will they choose the will of God in this scenario? Jesus. Will they advance the kingdom of God in their workplace? Will they take hold of their family and lead them spiritually? And they're cheering us on to the finish line that Paul talks about. Mm. We're running this race are we running in such a way to win the prize or are we beating the air senselessly? Hmm. And so this perspective, I thought, you know, I thought I, I was there, but this even more so has, has pushed me and spurred me on towards the Lord is the most important. His kingdom is the most important. And it's really been changing my life uh, over the past week. Bro, thank you for sharing all that. It's it's not a small thing that you're walking through. And just before we started this podcast, we were just, we always pray before, you know, we start recording and just really ask the Lord to do what he does and to speak and move and, um, one of the things that I, I felt like I was really seeing is just how, um, bro, you 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 really are always um, doing everything you can to lift the arms of your brothers and sisters in the spirit and even in the natural who really need it. And um, um, man, it's just it's it's a uh, privilege to be able to walk with you through this challenging time. Um, I've, I've lost some people too. And, um, you know, going through grief with, with God is, is, um, the only way to go through grief. There isn't another way (laughs) not, not to go through it correctly and appropriately, but going through all the different stages of grief and, and just, um, walking through something like this, 
these these challenging moments in life are impossible to go through without the Lord. And you can try. There's just so much more. And so um, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity to walk with you through this, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank yeah. you. And yeah, your, your companionship has been instrumental in kind of bringing me out of some more depressive uh, moments. And yeah, I'm sure all of you on here listening to this, you would be certainly be the exception if not, but you've all experienced a moment like this in your life where somebody that you cared so much passes away um, or, you know, someone that was your deep friend and something terrible happens. I'm sure all of us have experienced these things and uh, it's, you're thinking of them right now in your mind. <laughs> They're probably coming up and um, yeah, I just bless you. As, as you consider those people and may you be reunited with them soon. And we certainly uh, are thankful um, for every moment that we have with people. And one thing that my friend, uh, my friend's wife said, she said, I don't want people to be mad. I don't want people to be mad at God. I don't want people to be mad at, you know, what, what caused his death. And I want people to have gratitude. And she said, um, you know, if you have gratitude, you can't have anger and gratitude at the same time. Um, and gratitude and thankfulness for the moments we did have with those people and for the moments that we were allowed to be part of their lives. Uh, and so, yeah, I just wanted to honor her and, and her saying that. And that's really, a, I think, a perspective shift, too, of being thankful for what God did give us um, and the times that we have had with people that we love um, and even there's some healing on that for people in here that, that you need to hear that uh, maybe you've been mad at yeah. God for a long time for a certain scenario or situation or person passing away that you deeply loved uh, maybe it was a absolutely wrongful death or just in stupidity something happened and you've been mad um, but I just want to encourage you turn your heart to thanks thankfulness turn your heart to thanksgiving yeah. to gratitude um, and, and those things will wash away. Just just let go of all the bitterness, the rage, the anger that you feel when you think of that situation. Let the Lord wash His healing over you. Uh, let Him wash His blood over you, over that situation, over that person, over that scenario, and receive the healing that He's He's offering. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> well, yeah. Let, let, let's lighten the mood a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Wow. I mean, really, really quick, though, before yeah, go ahead. before moving on, I mean, obviously, we don't ever really we, we have an idea of, you know, the topics and things like that. But I'm I'm really just being reminded of um, a friend that I had named Jerry um, and just just feel to share this um, as we're talking about seeking first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness and just letting that be the, at the forefront of our minds. Yes, even in the midst of hard times and loss and grief and things like that. Um, I'm sure a lot of you know that, you know, my past before Jesus included a ton of drug usage and just a, a really um, a wild life that, that was just void of any obedience to Jesus or any life in, in me. And it was recognizing that, that depravity that led me to saying yes to the Lord. And, 
Uh, since then, he's filling me with life in abundance. But I was in a uh, recovery place, you know, years ago, and there was a guy there um, named Jerry. And Jerry and I used to hang out, <clears throat> and we would play guitar, and we would sing. Jerry wasn't a really good reader. He um, couldn't really read. It was hard for him to write words. Um, he struggled with, like, dyslexia and things like that. So whenever he did write things down, it was like a, a jumble. And he would, you know, bring me his little notes and things like that. And it was like trying to decipher another language. It was like, what are you, What did he actually write here? But um, anyway, I'm going down this trail because... Um, we encountered God together. We encountered Jesus together. And um, uh, not everybody makes it out of drug addiction um, alive. And there are instances and moments where you have developed and cultivated really deep and intimate relationships with someone just to see them taken from you too soon. And that that was what happened with Jerry. And... Um, I'm sharing this because I remember when I found out that he had passed away from a drug overdose and it wrecked me. Like, um, it just really, really was hard because like Seth was saying, it, it can be harder when you can see the potential or you can see, you know, how their life could be, uh, with the Lord and, uh, in, in following, you know, his commands in, in your life. And so it was one of those things where it was a one-time slip up and he just didn't make it out of that. And so I've, I've been to funerals before and there were a lot of funerals that I went to that just felt very void of hope. You know, you, you sometimes hear the person who's leading the service saying things that, you know, sound good to the ear, but they're void of the spirit or the authority of God saying, no, this person is now with the Lord. There's a difference between um, grieving with Jesus and without Jesus, because without Jesus, there is no true hope. And so what I'm getting at is just um, to lighten the mood, I guess. Thank you, Holy Spirit. He's so smart. How does he guide our conversations? He's so good at what he does. Thank hmm. you, Jesus. I remember going to, it wasn't a funeral. It was a celebration of life. And it was the first time that I had ever heard that terminology, celebration of life, where it was actually true. Because I'm not sure how to articulate what happened when I went to that service other than God was there in waiting for us there to comfort us in our affliction because we're weeping together over our brother, our friend, um, his, his parents' son. They missed him, but God was there waiting for us. We didn't have to do anything. We just showed up. And the Bible calls him the God of all comfort. And, and, and it says that he comforts us in our afflictions so that we can comfort someone else with the same comfort with which he comforted us. And so I just, I'm, I'm learning to change my perspective on afflictions in life. Because if I'm going through an affliction, I can go ahead and rejoice in saying the God of all comfort is fixing to comfort me so that I can comfort someone else with the very same comfort with which he comforted me. And so anyway, I'm sharing this to say God met us in this in this church. And 
and I remember they had the whole service, you know, mapped out. And there was a portion where we were listening to a worship song that Jerry used to love. <laughs> that little guy, he could praise the Lord. We praised the paint off of the walls on this <laughs> earth. I can't wait to rejoice with that guy. He's up there giggling and smiling with Jesus. He had such a little cute little, he go, <laughs> that was how he would giggle. He was so awesome, man. He was just such a tender, kind, gentle, compassionate, humble, meek, lowly servant of Jesus. And um, no, he wasn't perfect, but the righteousness of Jesus is. And so we thank you, Jesus, for your perfect righteousness that's been imparted to us all. Hallelujah. And in the middle of this worship song, I just, I had a vision of Jerry and he was just smiling. He was so happy. He was so happy, bro. And he was dancing with the Lord. And in that moment, peace came and there was no more sorrow because the Lord is good. And he gave me a glimpse of the heavenly places of his kingdom, which were called to seek first. And so as we were all seeking first the kingdom in probably one of the hardest moments of our lives, Jesus met us there and he was there waiting to tell us like, Hey, everything's okay. I've got it all planned out. I've got it all mapped out. Everything's okay. It's okay. I'm here to comfort you. I'm the comforter. Let me comfort you. And, um, even our brother, um, Justin, who, who, who just lost a brother, we saw him testify to the comfort of the living God in front of his whole family, in front of many people who knew, um, uh, his brother. And we saw the glory of God on him and the presence of God on him. The Prince of Peace was there. And so whatever afflictions you're going through, whatever, you know, grieving that you um, are walking through, or even if it's a past old one that as Seth was, was saying that, that God's bringing healing to right now in your life, be healed and be comforted by the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. His name is Yeshua. His name is Jesus, and he has given us his spirit to comfort us in these times. So Amen. just wanted to share that hope because it was real, man, it was a really beautiful experience being at a mm. true celebration of life. And I'm so thankful that you're going to get to experience that um, with your brother, Michael. Um, wow. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what would we do without that hope you know um paul even said it like if there's no hope of the resurrection then we're to be the most pitied people on earth but if we do have the hope of the resurrection if we do have the hope of eternal life then this world and its happenings have no concern with us hallelujah we do not have to be concerned uh, about these things um even that says in the scriptures, focus on the things that are eternal. For the things that are here are passing away. Everything is passing away. He, he talked about this in Romans 8. He said, all of creation is groaning. It's decaying. All of creation was subject to decay, not willingly. But it is. We're decaying. Our bodies are decaying. We're growing older. Uh, the you know the earth even, you know, it's it's growing older, it's decaying. And that was never the original intent that God had. But death, in our death, in Jesus' death, we experience new life because of the resurrection and because of the redemption that Christ brings and, and that the Father wanted to bring. 
so we we rejoice in the redemption of our bodies. And it says in verse 18 of Romans 8, For I consider the sufferings of this present time are not even worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Whew. So there's a glorification that is here, uh, that is at work, but that will see its full consummation at the return of the Lord and the resurrection of the saints and the redemption of our bodies. And we rejoice in the hope that now, even if we pass away, if we are in Christ, our glorification will come. And it is coming. And even for Michael and your friend Jerry, they have already experienced Thank their you, glorification. Jesus. And so we mourn for them, but really, probably they are the ones that are mourning for us, saying, <laughs> I have experienced my glorification you haven't yet. I'm mourning for you to experience this mm. glory that I'm under right now. Wow. That I, I have no more pain. I have no more longings. I have no more battle with sin. It is over. I am in glory. Amen. And, and so we rejoice in those things and we are comforted yes. by those things. And even Paul said again, comfort one another with these things yes um, even paul said again he said i long to be with christ but it is for your benefit that i stay here Shoot. and so if we're here it's for the benefit of those around us yes <laughs> yes bro if i'm here to testify about the lord it's it's for your benefit it's for everyone's benefit that i'm i remain here for it would be far better to be with the lord i believe that yeah. It is far better to be with the Lord. So we need not fear death. We need not fear persecution. We need not fear these things that most people fear because of the hope that we have in us. Yeah. And so well, creation is certainly longing for this. Amen. It is groaning. Like if you if you can imagine the trees when they sway, they're longing. Who are the sons of God? Hmm. Like the grass Ooh. when it grows, it says, who are the sons of God? Jesus, wow. The animals, when they when they sing, the birds, we talk about the birds a lot. We talk about the squirrels, you know. Who are the sons of God? When will they be revealed? All creation is groaning, it says, for the sons of God to be revealed. Amen. Yeah, bro, just as, as you were talking just now, I was reminded of something that you were sharing with me, Whew. just about um, the cloud of witnesses and just you know in your time of processing this this with the lord and just letting the lord the, the lord stir your your heart and um the zeal um towards the things of god um we are talking about just like in hebrews 12 when it talks about uh, therefore you are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses um to to, to press on to, to 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 lay aside every encumbrance and and, and weight and sin which clings so closely but to run this race with endurance and you were you were sharing just like this visual that you had of like the saints and even your brother michael and, and our brother jerry and, and just them watching from heaven on the sidelines saying come on come on you're doing great like you're doing great keep going keep going and just being cheered on by heaven man and it's just such a such a great like visual um mm, it's encouraging and edifying to imagine that mm. amen Whew. Jesus. Oh, and there is a clock. I just see a clock that's like ticking. You know, it, there's a clock that's ticking. And the Father knows when this clock is going to strike. 
and it's time for Jesus to return on the earth. There's a timetable, and it's coming. It's imminent. It's upon us. And so the time to prepare is now. The time to prepare is now. We need not delay. We, we must hasten the day that we prepare ourselves for the return of the Lord, that we come under His rule and authority, and not just for ourselves in a selfish way, but for those around us. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. 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 We have a brother um, who was just telling me recently um, just about something that the Lord was asking him to give to him saying, you can't walk with this anymore. I need you to let go of this. This is affecting your purity, but it's not just for your purity. It's for the sake of those who I've called you to walk through life with and to lead into my kingdom. And so God is, 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 is waiting for us and inviting us into deeper places in his heart, deeper purification, deeper intimacy, deeper yeses in our hearts, deeper obedience to the things of God, to the kingdom of heaven. Amen. And we don't have time to be mad at God. We don't have time to be mad at God. He's not the one that caused these things to happen. It's the enemy that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And there's things that are literally trying to kill us. There's things that we haven't gotten freedom from. Some of us that that are trying to kill us, pride, ego, anger, um, sexual morality. Uh, there's so many things that that want to eat you alive. And the enemy is trying, he's not just trying to kill you spiritually, he's trying to actually kill you physically. Like he wants you to die. And to come to the Lord and cry out for his redemption, to cry out for his help, to say, free me, Lord. We've talked about deliverance so many times, but... If, if you're not walking in freedom in certain areas, the time to cry out for it is now. The time to cry out for freedom is now to get rid of those things that hold you back. Anxiety, worry, fear, doubt, faithlessness, unfaithfulness, lying, stealing, cheating, um, making other idols. Like the time to come to the Lord is now. And, and we need not delay. Like I'm saying, we need not delay. For it is imminent. Uh, and these things that we think are harmless, that we think, oh, this is not a big deal. It's just this small little problem I have. It's just this, I just watch this, you know, once a month when I feel lonely. It's like, it's a big deal. And and we need to come to the Lord and give it away and give it to Him. Because there's not much time. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, bro, I, I kind of just feel to pray really quick, if that's okay. I just, just for encumbrances and, and weighty things that have been weighing people down and keeping them from being zealous for the things of God to just leave. And so I just want to agree with you and um, just pray into that really quick. So Father, we just thank you, God, that you are lifting the encumbrances off of your people in Jesus' name, God, that no weight or sin, God, can anymore entangle us in Jesus' name because it is the time, God, to see rightly, God. So we ask, Father, for an elevation of our eyes, God, and our ears, God. Would you let us be in tune with what you are saying, God, that we might say yes to the things of God and no to the things of this world, Father, as never 
never before, we require your spirit. We require your presence. We, inqu- we, we inquire of you even, Father. What would you have us do? So, Father, we pray that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, God, that we might say yes, God, to the things of the kingdom of heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He is holy. He is so holy. Carl, let's just end this with a song. If you'll sing it with me. Yeah, bro, I'll sing. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Amen. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be filled. Turn your eyes upon the King. We will see you next time. In Jesus' name.